Welcome to Language Cast's Football Podcast. Yes, let's start with the good. Okay, well, I'm going for, uh, it's good for West Ham fans. They've uh, had a takeover bid accepted for £85 million. Pounds. It's quite a lot of money. Maybe some of the uncertainty uh, will be dispelled. That's right. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Irish striker Kevin Doyle. He's scored three goals in a week, uh, two for Reading, two wins for Reading, and uh, he scored his first international goal for Ireland on Wednesday against the powerhouse of San Marino. Excellent. And then there's, uh, there was Arsenal versus Newcastle, a 1-1 draw. Uh, good result for Newcastle and also good for Dyer, Kieran Dyer, coming back from injury there. So that was a pretty good result, I thought, on the road for Newcastle. Yeah, but the really good this week, of course, was the uh, Roma victory over Catania in Serie A. 7-0. Seven 7-0. Nil. Seven nil. Absolutely Amazing. fantastic. They are third in the league. Yep, and uh, they're on a re- real a good run of form. And the next game also doesn't look a difficult game against Sampdoria, who are pretty low down in that division too. And uh, the leaders, uh, Palermo and Inter, are going to play each other too, so they might take points off each other. Yep. Good for Roma. Yeah, bad obviously for Catania, but they don't make the bad list. Damon, who's in it this week? Uh, Liverpool. They still can't score away from home. I feel your pain as a Tottenham fan. <laughs> and uh, I also think uh, the news that Paul Scholes might be coming back to play for England. Um, not bad for Paul Scholes, but just bad in the sense that England are looking back rather than forwards. Right. Now, um, every week we've had this team in the bad section so far, and this week was no different. Milan, they only drew in the league, nil-nil with Regina, and uh, last night they actually lost in the Champions League as well. Yep, so... I, what are they? They're about four points off the bottom. Four the points away from relegation. Side. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. And the ugly, what do you have? And for the ugly section this week, we're going to go back to the story on Charlton and the Ian Dowie sacking. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to the Charlton training ground on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, some said to actually have a go and possibly fight with his successor, Les Reed. I wouldn't pick a fight. He turned very ugly indeed. Yes. <laughs> and on that note... Last week's ugly, Mike Newell. Yes, now that was ugly, and of course there was a a big fallout as well. Um, So this week we're going to talk a little bit about Mike Newell. Yeah, what did he say? Let's just just remember what he said. He said uh, that the lineswoman, she shouldn't be here. I know that sounds sexist, but I am a sexist. This is not park football, so what are women doing here? Ugly words. Very ugly indeed. And uh, to talk a little bit more about them, we've actually got Alison in today. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there was, a, there was a big outcry there, wasn't it? And uh, although he apologised, he didn't actually retract his comments. So uh, let's see what Alison has to say about that. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, today we've got Alison who's going to come in and talk about the Mike Newell incident. Uh, thanks for coming in. You're very welcome. Uh, now, Mike Newell's comments about uh, sexist, uh, sexism, rather. I mean, what do you think about them? Well, I'm just looking at the picture of him, and I don't think he looks like a 50s child, so I wonder how he grew up in today's world with his sad, archaic views. Is that right? Uh, what, what kind of advice would you offer him? Well, um... Again, I'm looking at him and I'm thinking that he doesn't look very enlightened. And maybe he actually, perhaps this all stems from deep personal problems and uh, he might need to uh, face his uh, childhood problems and there might be some unresolved issues with his mother. Maybe they need to spend some quality time together. Maybe he just needs to be loved. 
indeed. And so he's uh, lashing out at all women in general. That's a pretty strong comment. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. now, now, some uh, commentators are saying, well, you know, it, it's not really that important. And what do you feel about this? Well, I do actually think it is serious and that he should definitely be in trouble. If this were a racist attack, there's no way that would be tolerated. So I think it should be investigated and treated in the same manner. Um, also, for him, I think it's very easy to, to talk about tokenism in a negative manner because he's a successful white male. And my belief is that he probably hasn't ex- ever experienced being a minority. So perhaps he should take time out and get a little bit educated about these kinds of issues before mouthing off. Alison, thank you very much. You're welcome. Yes, a very good point uh, there from Alison. And remember, if you want to uh, add to add any comments about any of the news, uh, please go to the homepage, languagecaster.com. Uh, look at all the posts, leave any comments you want. Remember, you can also download the latest podcasts, audio files, and worksheets to help you with your English. Uh, you can also go to iTunes to subscribe. And uh, now we've got uh, English for Football. Um, I believe it's me. Today's English for football phrase is takeover. A takeover is when a business or a group of businessmen or business people buys another company. Uh, they control the company. Uh, in this week, in this week's news, uh, there's an Icelandic businessman uh, called Egert Magnusson, and he is taking over West Ham. He's going to pay eighty-five million pounds to be in control of West Ham Football Club. Takeover. Okay, and taking over the fans' forum section this week. Uh, it was my turn last week talking about Liverpool, and this week we've got Damien on Tottenham. Tottenham manager Martin Yole has often been likened to the TV mob leader Tony Soprano, sharing the same stocky appearance, the well-fed stomach, the hardened face, the thinning hair, and an air of menace that suggests that they both would and could dispose of their garbage problems in any way possible. At the moment, Martin Yole has a problem on his hands, and after the fracas against Blackburn last Sunday, is clearly not a happy man. It might be the chocolate-coloured kit the team have been wearing recently. Surely no good can come from that. Or the fact that Spurs have picked up only one point from two away games against teams that had lost their previous four matches. That's Reading and Blackburn. Perhaps it's the fact that the England goalkeeper Paul Robinson has been beaten five times this season from outside the box, including three shots from ageing holding midfield players. It might even be that only Liverpool and Sheffield United have worse away records than Spurs. But more than likely, it is the realisation that the team have not performed anywhere near the levels of consistency of last season. And unless they start winning games, their season may be over before Christmas. Now, injuries to key players, the sale of the team's playmaker, Michael Carrick, as well as the new signings finding their feet have been cited as reasons for the decline, but Yol may have to take some of the blame, particularly over his recent team selections. Just as in The Sopranos, the Spurs fans have complete faith in their boss, but they wonder just what is his best forward pairing and how would he get them to start scoring goals. The next couple of weeks are vital for Spurs' season. A point away in Germany against Leverkusen 
will see the team qualify for the last 32 of the UEFA Cup, while they need to get back to winning ways in the league against a resurgent Wigan on Sunday, before their next chance to finally win away from home this season on December the 2nd in the first North London derby at the Emirates Stadium. Disposing of an annoying problem, such as their local rivals on their own turf, would, I am sure, satisfy both Tony Soprano and Martin Yoll indeed. Interesting, Damien. And now, predictions! Uh, I believe I'm winning 8-3 in the predictions league. Last week we had Chelsea West Ham. Yeah, um, actually Neil's written on his uh, West Ham site on our website. Uh, he was very disappointed with Pardew's reaction to the result. They lost 1-0. Mm. What did you put down for that? I had uh, Chelsea 3-0 uh, victory. I had a West Ham away win. Mm. So one point to me. That's right. Not a difficult point to get that one, really. <laughs> uh, then there was uh, Man City against Fulham. Uh, the score was 3-1. Yep, we both uh, went for home wins. Yeah, and uh, we were both correct. That's right. Yeah, one point each. Yep. Yeah, the third game we, we looked at was from Germany, uh, which, of course, you can check out on Hans's site on languagecaster.com. Yep. Uh, Bayern Munich against Stuttgart. That's right. I, I fancied Stuttgart to, to have a, an away victory here. I thought it was going to be 2-1 away win to Stuttgart. Well, it was 2-1, but it was a home win to Bayern That's Munich. Right. And I said a home win, so I get a point for that. Yep. And the last one, we went to Spain, Sevilla against Valencia. Yep. And uh, I thought it was going to be a 1-0 home victory. You thought it was going to be a 2-0 home victory. And it was a home victory, so... Yep, we both got a point there as well. So the totals were, this week? Three points each, which leaves us on... You have... I've got seven. And I have 11. Uh, okay. How about this week? What do we got coming up? Yeah, some big games this week, actually. Uh, we're going to go to the big game in Premier League in England. Of course, it's uh, Manchester United against Chelsea. Mm. Now, what do you think? Ah, it should be a good game. It should be a good game. I can see it being a dirty game, actually, too. I can see there being a lot of aggression in this game. And I've got a sneaking suspicion Manchester United are going to win 2-1. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I think Manchester United will win. I think they'll win it comfortably. Um, I think they're playing very, very well at the moment, despite their uh, loss midweek against Celtic. Um, I think Manchester United will win this 2-0. Okay. Uh, then I believe you have a, a game with some Irish connection. That's right, yes. Uh, for those Irish listeners out there who remember the World Cup 2002 here in Japan, you'll remember the Roy Keane and the Mick McCarthy scenario where Keane left the camp. Mm. Well, they're not the best of friends, but they're now both managers of club sides in the Championship in England. Rivals now, yeah. Rivals indeed. Keane's manager of Sunderland, and they play away at Mick McCarthy's Wolves. Um, I can see this being a draw myself. I can see it being a 1-1 draw. Yeah, I really think that Roy King will really want to win this game. I think he's going to get his troops fired up, and I think they're going to win this one 2-1. 2-1, okay. Are we going to Europe to this? Yes, we're going to Italy and okay. to Spain. Uh, Italy, big game at the top, one against two. Mm -hmm. Palermo against Inter. This is being played in Palermo, of course. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think? I think um, Palermo... They've got their playmaker back. I think they're going to win this one 1-0 against a very, very, very unconvincing Inter. Okay, I can see this being a nil-nil draw. Okay. 
And finally, we're in Spain. Spain to see Valencia against Madrid. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is that which Madrid is that? This is Real Madrid. Real Madrid. I can see Real Madrid winning this. I can see them winning two 0 away in Valencia. Yeah, that's interesting. I think Valencia have been struggling. Well, they have been struggling for the last four or five weeks. I think this game is very important for them to kickstart their season. I think they'll beat Madrid two 0 Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy all of the football, and we'll see you again on languagecast.com next week. Bye-bye.